Hi, welcome to Colocho's Corner, a podcast for managers and leaders in the restaurant industry. My name's Curtis Cook, aka Colocho, a name I received many years ago when I first started in the industry. All right, today's podcast, stress level shark. When you hear shark, what's the first thing that comes to mind? You know, it's shark week, it's these attacks, it's all these movies with uh, people stranded out in the ocean and sharks swimming around their feet. Growing up along the Gulf Coast, I've uh, done a lot of fishing in my life and it's uh, something I really enjoy doing and I find it's a big stress reliever. And one of my favorite things to do is to go wade fishing out in the surf. And uh, basically what wade fishing is, is you grab a rod, you walk out, uh, hopefully it's uh, the waves are kind of flat, and you walk out and go out to the third, second or third sandbar and uh, cast out and see what you can catch. So for me, when I get to go fishing, you know, physically, it just uh, be out and, of course, out in the sun. Uh, you know, the waters is just relaxing and just uh, kind of soothes me. And then, you know, mentally also out there, it just it's calming, the calming effect of the ocean and the sea. And then if you catch a fish, you know, there's some excitement and, and everything that goes on with that. So for me, it's, uh, it really helps reduce my stress level. When I first started wade fishing, I had to learn, you know, how to uh, reel the fish in and take them off the hook. And, uh, you know, in my first few experiences with sharks, I didn't really know how to handle them. So I would walk all the way back in with it to the beach before I could get the hook out and take it off because I was scared of it. Over the years, I learned how to handle them. Some veterans out there kind of showed me the way and, you know, realized that sharks are actually, uh, their skin is, is very gritty. And you can grab them by the gills and kind of turn them upside down and uh, they become easier to handle. And so, you know, actually when I'm taking a fish off, it's easier for me to grab a, a shark as long as it's under three foot uh, by the gills and uh, get them up out of the water and take the hook out than is, a, you know, a speckled trout or redfish or something like that. So, um Anyway, I really enjoyed catching sharks, and I learned that during August, it was always the time where I seemed to catch a whole lot of sharks when it was real hot. And uh, I would come back from my fishing trips and talk to my wife and just, you know, tell her what I caught. And, you know, she goes, I want to go shark fishing. And I was like, okay, um, you know, we can do that. We've been fishing before and all that. Well, she's about five foot. So to go out to the third sandbar, usually between the second and third sandbar is a gut that gets up to me about chin level on my tippy toes. So for her, she basically has to swim to get through it, to get to it. So anyway, we're out there shark fishing because um, we had dead bait that was uh, more attractive for sharks. And she had a little Ziploc bag of it and she tucked it into her bikini while we're out there, which I didn't feel like was very safe, but... Um, I wasn't one to judge. She, she wanted to enjoy it. So we're out there shark fishing and, uh, you know, we're catching some and, uh, I hadn't, she had caught a small one, probably about 18, 20 inches and, uh, hooked it, uh, real bad. So it was bleeding real bad. So, uh, I didn't want the blood around us with, I knew there were other sharks in the water. So I went to throw it and threw it as far as I could. And it took about one and a half hops and a huge shark came out of the water and grabbed it. I turned pale. Um, I said, okay, let's go back. I didn't even tell her why. And she knew I saw something. She goes, what'd you see? And I was like, the biggest shark of my life. So let's go. 
So, you know, at that point, I was uh, definitely my stress level went way up because I felt the circumstances were beyond my control. I didn't know how to handle it, and I did not think I would handle it very well. So what I kind of realized is through the years, I kind of learned how to handle the stress of shark fishing. You know, I learned kind of how to establish boundaries. Um, you know, for me, I didn't like using a stringer and have fish hanging off of it because I've had people have sharks come up and grab their stringer. I preferred to use a, a called a donut with a net in it and I uh, haven't had any issues with that. And I figure it's always a little life preserver in case if I get out a little too deep. Uh, but then also, you know, the rods I use, uh, you know, aren't crazy heavy duty. The fishing line I use isn't heavy duty. Um, nor the hooks so if I really caught a real real big shark I don't have the tackle to handle it so to speak and it would probably snap my line and get off and I wouldn't have to deal with it um, but then also the the waters I get in and again I tried to you know stay where it's manageable for me um, I try to stay waist deep maybe up to my chest at, at some points, but again, in controlled environment, um, that way if I do hook up to a shark, which it's, it's interesting, the longer you fish, you, you can almost tell what type of fish you have when they're bigger because of the way that they run whenever you catch them. Some fish run very straight, some go all over the place, um, some will go down. But anyway, you can usually tell when you catch a shark because it, it pretty much goes in straight lines. But, uh, you know, and then I will start reeling it in and usually start walking it in and me getting to a shallower sandbar. So uh, I have more control over the getting the fish out of the water and controlling them. So, you know, there's a lot of controllables and uncontrollables. You know, I can't control how big the fish is on B. I can't control totally how he's on run. You know, if I have a seven foot rod, then that gives me a little bit of distance. But if he's pulling the line out and uh, screaming the drag, then I'm going to have a fish coming right at me. So, again, you know, there's controllables and un uncontrollables. And, uh, you know, and it's part of what you deal with when you're out there in the water. So looking back, you know, I know when I used to see, you know, a fin in the water, I thought it was a shark every time and learned, you know, there were dolphins out there and everything. When I first caught sharks, I would just cut my line and, you know, sorry for the shark that he still had the hook in his mouth, but I was too afraid to bring him in because I didn't know how to handle him to where, you know, my biggest is uh, right at four and a half foot that I caught while I was out wade fishing. And yes, I brought that one all the way in. He was a little too big for me to try to take the hook off out in the water but anyway uh you know catching shark is uh, something i don't target but i enjoy doing and i know how to handle it whenever it comes up so you know that is a little story about shark fishing and kind of how you can do it and now we're going to turn this into how you handle stress in the restaurant if you're working in the restaurant industry and enjoy it then you're used to handling stress and with covid and the pandemic the stress level in the restaurant industry is, a, a, for me, a 28-year high. I've never seen it this way. I've never had to deal with it this way. So um, that's one reason I want to talk about it is the stress we were handling even a few years ago is way different than what you're going through right now. So much like catching a regular fish versus a shark, there's certain things that you have to do and really make sure you, you do to maintain yourself to handle the stress and handle this bad stress that you may be going through right now. First, I kind of want to break down bad stress. 
really, it breaks into two areas. One is the physical stress when it's bad. You start getting, you know, the back pain, the neck pain, the shoulder pain, tension headaches. Um, just again, the physical effects of stress is just your immune system gets worse. You can have insomnia, that daytime fatigue where you're always tired, even though you are getting sleep. The second negative impact of bad stress is, you know, your body releases stress hormones whenever you're stressed. And these are uh, to calm you and all that. But if you continuously have the same type of stress over and over, it actually can cause anxiety or depression because um, your body's trying to calm you down all the time. And then you become lethargic. You have a low energy level and you don't know why. And this is all that uh, symptoms of having that negative stress on you and not relieving it. Right now in the restaurant industry, I think there's a lot of managers out there with a lot of bad stress. And they're really blaming the job and blaming a lot of other reasons. But I think they had just haven't identified that it's this bad stress and they need to figure out how to work through it. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. One of the most important steps you have to take, and this is what a lot of people miss, is you have to identify what are your stressors. As a restaurant manager or leader, you, you're used to dealing with a lot of different types of stresses, and that's fine. But there are certain things that just overwhelm you, and you really need to identify those versus the whole mix of everything else out there. It's much like you can catch a lot of fish and they don't stress you, but you catch a shark and it stresses you. So you need to identify your sharks out there and what you're gonna to do to handle those. So now we gotta get you out of those shark infested waters. So sometimes what we're doing is we're so panicky about it and so overwhelmed by it that we don't notice that someone's throwing you a life preserver. Someone's there to help you and pull you out of it. Or maybe the boat you need is right next to you and you just have to actually move to get into it and re redirect your focus. Or it could be as simple as having to stand up and change your perspective of what you're looking at and what your surroundings are. So again, it's in the restaurant, you gotta look at what you can control and what you cannot control. In the restaurant business, you probably can't control the number of hours you're working. You open a restaurant a certain time, you close at a certain time, you work a certain number of shifts. Having great schedules and having a good plan is so important. What I've seen lately is that managers, because of COVID and people calling out, it's just so much more common. They stop planning because it's like, well, someone's on call out, so I might as well just wait and see what happens and then try and get it covered. Versus working on a good plan and not being upset if it changes, but just knowing that they had a good plan and they can work from there versus kind of walking into the unknown. And then just making your team has all the tools that they need, make sure all the food products in there, make sure everything's prepped. So that way the shifts run as smoothly as possible. And again, that's gonna reduce that bad stress that you have. You know, I can equate all this to, to shark fishing, you know, cause I've had my share of mistakes, you know, I didn't check my rod, my rod locked up and broke off. Uh, had run out of bait, uh, had hooks break off just because I didn't prepare properly before I went out or I didn't check the weather and didn't know what the weather conditions were going to be so it totally ruined uh, my plan for that day. And because of that, instead of being a stress reliever, it created more stress in me and more frustration which isn't what I intended. Anyway, back to trying to reduce that stress, communicating clearly with your team, setting expectations and standards, and doing your best never to waver on those, even with the short staffness, everything else, because your good employees appreciate boundaries. They appreciate knowing what's right, what's wrong, and everyone held to the same level, because consistency is the key in what we're maintaining and what we're holding with our teams. 
Now, a lot of my previous podcasts, I talk a lot about balance between uh, your family, yourself, and work. And um, really, when it comes to bad stress, one of the main things you have to do is really take care of yourself. That self-care um, in the sense of, you know, working out just gives you, you know, good endorphins, which battle that anxiety and depression feeling that you have. It bat- battles those hormones, which is good. And then, you know, just even going for a walk if you don't like working out, re- read a book. And I would try and choose a book from a time period where it was real good in your life, where it has some good memories. Read books you read back then. So uh, another great thing to do is massages. If you don't like full body massages, even finding the mall where they just do your, your head and your shoulders and your back, you know, it's a great way to, again, release some of that bad stress because that's one of those physical symptoms of bad stress. And for me, the most challenging one is eating healthy. When I get stressed, I like junk food. I like fast food. I don't know why my body chooses to go that route. But the way I've learned to battle that is by eating a healthy meal before I go to work. It gives me the feeling that I'm starting off right and it's easier to maintain or at least not make as, as many bad choices throughout the day. Like I said, for me, one of my biggest stress relievers is wade fishing. Again, I'm going to catch sharks. And I've learned how to deal with them. They're not my favorite thing to deal with. But at the end of the day, when I talk about the story of the shark I caught, it's, uh, it's always a great story to tell. Much like I'm sure you have your share of stories of shifts that you didn't think you were going to survive through and then you came out stronger in the end. All right, just want to recap today. Again, that stress level of shark, you know, again, that bad stress and how you handle it really will make a big difference in your future and your happiness. So so remember, identify your physical symptoms of uh, that bad stress, that uh, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, uh, just insomnia, daytime fatigue. Those mental uh, levels of stress when you just feel depressed, lethargic, that low energy level for no reason. And again, identify your stressors. When I was shark fishing, mine was when I was in water that was too deep. To reduce your stress, you're going to establish your boundaries, identify your controllable and non-controllable items, and then communicate clearly. Then most importantly, it's self-care, just either through workouts, walking, massages, uh, and of course, eating healthy. Thank you again for your time and just remember to manage with your head, lead with your heart, and walk in faith.